Local people, local stories. From KYW News Radio, this is the All Local. From the KYW News Radio studios, I'm Vic Raghupathi. Here's what's happening. Students from more than 100 colleges across the country participated in walkout demonstrations calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. KYW's John McDevitt reports about 100 students from Drexel and Penn held a joint rally and march. About 100 students, some with Palestinian flags, marched from Drexel's campus to Penn's. An organizer of the student protest said that she had become distrustful of the media and refused requests for comment on a bullhorn. An organizer who addressed the crowd about safety said if someone asks you a question on the march, a good response will be, I don't know. More than a dozen protesters refused to talk on tape. One protester who spoke at the rally portion addressed her concerns about the thousands of Palestinian lives lost in Gaza and how her family members are in danger and are suffering from a lack of food and water. Jewish student groups made a conscious decision not to hold counter-protests due to safety concerns. Eyal Yacobi is a senior pen. I think overall, and I think my sentiment is shared with the vast majority of Jews, when we had a rally last week, a mar- excuse me, a march for Israel, uh, I, I was a speaker and I asked the crowd, raise your hand if you feel unsafe on campus as a Jew, and every single person raised their hand in the crowd, and this was 400 Jewish members of the community. As pro-Palestinian demonstrators made their way through Penn's campus, a lengthy stretch of the walkway was lined with kidnap posters hung by the pro-Israel side, displaying pictures of some of the 200-plus Israeli hostages being held captive by Hamas. John McDevitt, KYW News Radio, 103.9 FM. Philadelphia City Council's Environment Committee held a hearing Wednesday on the city's use of a waste disposal plant in Chester that is one of the region's largest polluters. KYW's City Hall Bureau Chief Pat Loeb reports that dozens of witnesses urged council to end the contract. Chester resident Zuline Mayfield described the plant owned by Covanta as the leading killer in Chester. She told council she believes it's responsible for high rates of respiratory disease and other illnesses. What they are doing to us is absolutely environmental genocide. Covanta's environmental manager, Kim Bradford, acknowledged that Chester has been overburdened by environmental hazards but defended the plant, saying emissions were under EPA limits. We are sensitive to these burdens and continually strive to do better. But Councilmember Kathy Gilmore-Richardson, who called the hearing, noted the EPA lists the plant as in violation of the Clean Air and Water Acts. She told Bradford she'll be watching until the contract comes up for renewal in 2026. I was not here in 2019 to vote on that contract, but I will be here for the next time, God willing. At City Hall, Pat Loeb, KYW News Radio, 1039 FM. A Philadelphia man has been found guilty of killing his child's mother and grandmother more than two years ago. As KYW's crime and justice reporter Kristen Johansson tells us, he was found with his son and mother in an airport hotel after an Amber Alert was issued. Byron McDonald is convicted of two third-degree murder charges in the death of Morgan Braxton, whom he had a relationship and child with, and her mother, Tamara Aikens. Over a few days of testimony, Judge Barbara McDermott heard from investigators, cell phone experts and the medical examiner and relatives of the mother and daughter and watched surveillance video prosecutors say linked McDonald to the murders. Video showed a person driving Braxton's car down Bancroft Street on April 9th and shooting 50-year-old Aiken several times as she was outside of her house. Braxton was found dead inside her home a few days later, but she was believed to be the first victim killed. Prosecutors showed a map of McDonald's cell phone activity on the 
day of the murder, moving from Braxton's house to Aiken's home and then to his own mother's house in West Philly and eventually to a hotel near the airport where McDonald, his mother and young son were found. McDonald's attorney tried to poke holes in the case and said there was no gun found, no video of McDonald's shooting and there were issues with cell phone records. They argued McDonald wasn't the shooter. In the end, Judge McDermott found prosecutors showed enough evidence and he's now expected to be sentenced in January to likely decades in prison. Kristen Johansson, KYW News Radio, 103.9 FM. That's the All Local. I'm Vic Raghupathy. Listen live anytime on the Odyssey app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play KYW News Radio.